Ladies and gentlemen, here inside the MGM Grand Garden Arena after 12 rounds, it is now time for the Bud Light celebration decision as we go to the judges' scorecards. Dave Moretti scores the bout 116-112. Tim Cheatham and David Sutherland both score the bout 115-113. All in favor of your winner by unanimous decision. And still undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Devin the Dream Haney! Devin Haney is 30 and 0. What did you have winning the fight? I'm a promoter, I'm not a judge. Uh, but, uh, you know, everybody around me uh, scored, was, you know, all the fans around me who were neutral. Uh, thought it was uh, a pretty one-sided fight uh, for Lomachenko. So everybody was stunned when the judges' scorecards were read. Who would you see winning the fight? Lomachenko won. I had it like 8-4 Lomachenko. It was bullshit decision, man. Lomachenko should have won. Straight out robbery, in your opinion? Straight out robbery, man. You heard the whole arena was booing to that to 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 Devin Haney left the arena, man. Dom DeMarco, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Bang, bang, bang. Well, well, well. Crazy fight weekend. Lomachenko, Devin Haney for all the straps. Devin Haney got the decision. I'm not going to lie, though. When I was watching it, I had Lomachenko. Bang, bang, bang. But I rewatched the fight. I rewatched the fight. And first of all, welcome to Tion's World. You feel me? We here. New solo podcast. Still under Future Legends. You know, we ain't break up. You know, I ain't, I ain't pull a Beyonce Destiny child. You feel me? We still a team. We still a unit. But I see y'all like when I post on my Instagram story, breaking out fights. Talking about how I feel by myself. So, every once in a while, I'm going to drop Tion's World and we're going to talk about boxing. Might talk about some other things. But today, we focusing on Devin Haney and Lomachenko. I'm going to let y'all know how I felt when I was watching the fight. How I thought the fight was going to go. How the fight actually went. And the aftermath of the fight. And also, don't forget, follow me on Instagram at Tion Thorn. Follow us on Instagram at Future Legends. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Future Legends Boxing. So, I'm going to start this off. I felt like personally, when I was watching the fight, in the beginning, my original prediction was Devin starts off fast, Loma will pick it up, so when Loma picks it up, can Devin handle what Loma is bringing? Now, the fight, for the the easiest, most simplest way to say it, the fight went like that, but it didn't go exactly how I thought it was going to go. Now, Devin Haney started off really strong. He came out kind of hot, hotter than I thought. I was actually a little worried because I was like, yo, Devin, this is not your style, and I don't know if you should fight different right now. You feel me? At least warm up a little bit. But to me personally, watching that fight and me rewatching it, Devin Haney had the perfect game plan. He came out there with one intention. Go to the body. And the whole fight from round one to the last round. Every time Devin Haney was throwing punches, he made sure he touched that boy body. Now, for Lomachenko, the thing that he messed up with, for me, 
is he does not punch on the back foot. Lomachenko does not punch on the back foot, which is not like anything that he doesn't. It's not nothing new, but he literally don't punch on the back foot. He would step back and guard, step back and guard, shuffle back. He never punches on the back foot. Devin was punching on the front foot. Devin was punching on the inside, and he was punching on the back foot. Now, I'm not just going to say that's that's my just whole breakdown of the fight, but that was the reason why the fight was so close because, yes, it was certain points that when Lomachenko took over, he looked re- really dominant and looked like he could have potentially stopped or hurt Devin Haney. But he didn't finish the job, or he couldn't finish the job, because of the body work that Devin Haney was putting on him. I don't care what nobody says in terms of Loma's getting old, a lot of fights, this, this, that. I don't want to hear none of that shit. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Because we don't give other all-time great fighters these excuses. We don't say, oh, this dude's too big for Mayweather. Oh, this dude is too big for Sugar Ray Leonard. We never... We never said no. We don't say stuff like that. So why are we making these excuses for Lomachenko? And we're acting like, okay, Loma is not in his prime anymore. Devin Haney is not in his prime. He's 24 years old. He's 24 years old. Like, when he's when he's 30, that's probably going to be his prime. Like, I'll say Tank is closer to his prime because Tank is 28. So right now we're probably going to see the best of Tank these next two to three years. Devin Haney, we don't know how good he can get. Same thing with Shakur Stevenson. We don't know how good they can get right now. They're still very young. They're growing. They're getting that experience. So I don't want to have no excuses talking about he was over the hill. It was Devin's time. None of that. It was a great fight, competitive fight, back and forth. Could have went either way. I personally felt, watching it the first time, I thought Lomachenko won. But then I rewatched it with the volume down. And I am not mad at the decision. I actually have Devin winning seven rounds to five. I have Devin winning. I have a couple rounds that's close that could have went either way. So if you just switch it back and forth, maybe it's a draw. Maybe Lomachenko wins. But the main thing that I felt about this fight, I'm going to take it back to what I said before about the game plan. Devin Haney had a game plan. Lomachenko didn't. He just came in there and was regular Lomachenko. Devin Haney actually had strategy. Like, he actually did different things. So, I feel like from the technical standpoint, Devin was more impressive. Devin actually was working on stuff, using the jab, setting things up. Loma was just a regular in and out, touching, combo, jumping back. Same regular Loma. But that's only technical. Now, on the physical side, round 10, round 11... Lomachenko was beating his ass. So because Lomachenko was putting it on him like that, the world is going to say, all right, it's a close fight, but Haney was never beating up Lomachenko. Lomachenko was beating up Devin Haney. So the perception of the fight is you got the older guy, you got the story of, okay, Devin is supposed to be too big, Devin is younger, this is Devin's time, Loma took time off because he did this for Ukraine. The story was just like, okay, it made Loma look like a real underdog, which I never thought he should have been an underdog. I think he probably should have been a favorite or a clean 50-50 fight. But the way they had it laid out, all right, this is, you know, if Lomachenko could pull this off, he's a great one. So now they're making it seem like, oh, they took this from Lomachenko because it's they, they want to put money into the younger guy. It's better for Devin. He's the future of boxing. 
Let me call bullshit on that right now. I'm going to call bullshit on that right now. I'm not going to say there's no corruption in boxing because there's 100% corruption in boxing. But y'all think about this and y'all get back to me. Why would they rig a fight for for a young black kid who has the swagger of a Floyd Mayweather, who this is his last fight on the top-ranked contract. He's been talking shit the whole time. He pushed Lomachenko unnecessarily at the, the weigh-in and everybody was hating on him. Why would they rig the fight for him when Lomachenko has the way better story? Lomachenko's story right now is like out of a freaking movie. Like, the dude was supposed to be the undisputed champion. He would have easily cooked Cambosis. He turned it down to go be on the front line in Ukraine to go fight for his people. And then he came back, had two dominant fights against Nakatani and then against Richard Comey, and then he fought Jermaine Ortiz, a young guy that he didn't have to fight, up, probably one of the best prospects at 135. Yeah, he gave him some work, but he fought a young, tough guy, obviously to prepare to fight another young, tough guy in Devin Haney. But the, the path, Lomachenko's path to Undisputed, this would have been perfect for him. He has a whole story. The only thing Devin Haney was seeking was validation. So if you if you had to fix the game, if this was a movie, and you want to write an ending, why would you write the ending for Devin Haney to win? Unless you're trying to make a sad movie. Shit don't make no sense. This shit was not corruption. Yes, sometimes judges see things wrong. Sometimes a judge might be on one side of the ring and it might look like a punch is landing, but the punch is actually missing. But from their view, okay, he's landing that punch. I'm scoring this for him. But that's why we got three judges. We got three judges, three different point of views. And all three judges seen Devin Haney winning. You're telling me, forget, though, the 116 scorecard. Forget if you disagree with the points. You're telling me all three judges are just stupid. They're just, they don't know, they don't know anything about boxing. Come on, man. Y'all need to score fights, bro. I watched that fight as a fan and just enjoying, and I was so hyped. I was like, damn, Loma won. But then I, when I watched it back with the intention of scoring the fight and turning the volume down, being 100% unbiased, I'm like, yo, it's a close fight. Could have went either way, but Devin took a lot of those early rounds, a lot of those early rounds. And if we're going to go on the close rounds that could have went back and forth, me personally, I'm going to give the closer rounds to the guy that looks like he's dictating the pace. And Loma didn't always dictate the pace. Sometimes he did, but other times he would just react into what Devin was doing. When Devin was like, okay, I'm going to throw first and I'm going to throw last. You call me with a good shot, I'm going to get you back. You call me with a straight left hand, my head popped back. All right, I'm going to get three punches later back before this round is done. And that is why I feel like Devin was stealing these rounds. Loma was fighting in spurts. He'll do something really good, but then step off the gas for 30 seconds. And while he's stepping off the gas for um, for 30 seconds, Devin is touching. Jab, jab, right to the body. Jab, left hook. Jab, jab, right to the body. And then Loma might jump at him. Bing, 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 bing. Crowd go crazy. Commentators like, oh, my God, Lomachenko. But then he steps off the gas again. And then it's back to Devin Haney doing stuff. You cannot, you cannot have a, a fight this close and scream robbery. You cannot. You cannot. One thing I would say, though, that both guys didn't do, both guys, whether they couldn't do it because of the competition or they just wasn't thinking about it, both guys did not close the show. In a championship fight, and a legacy fight. You got to show the world. You got to show the judges. You got to show yourself. 
You're here to dominate. You're here to win. And if the fight is close, I don't care if you think you up. I don't care if you think you down. I don't care if you think it's tied up. You go out there that last round, and you go put punishment on them. You go finish the show strong. None of them did that. And because none of them did that, it will always be this debate. It will always be some people picking Devin, some people picking Loma. It's always going to be like that because they didn't put that stamp on the fight. And even though I did think on the second time watching it, I thought Devin Haney won, Devin Haney did not put a stamp on the fight. He just showed he belonged in there with the great ones. But he needed to stamp it so it can be no conversation. And with that being said, he might have to rematch him. He might have to rematch him. I don't think he should because the fight will always be close because Loma Devin doesn't have power, and I don't see him outboxing Loma for 12 rounds. But he's going to have to rematch it because the world is talking crazy. The world is talking crazy. It's talking crazy. And then all the great ones, the great, great, great ones, you got to run it back. They run it back. Floyd, All of Floyd's controversial fights, he's like, all right, I can't control the judges, but I know what I can control. We're gonna, I'm going to set up the fight again. I'm going to train harder. I'm going to be sharper. And I'm going to dominate in the rematch. Andre Ward, Kovalev won. All right. People felt like Kovalev won. Andre Ward is like, all right. I felt I know I won, but y'all think he won? I got to run it back. Round second fight, I stopped him. He had to stop him. You have He's going to have to run it back to clear his name or else for the rest of his career, in the minds of the boxing public, Devin Haney lost to Lomachenko. And that is bad because I know Devin trained hard for this. I know he made all the sacrifices to win this fight. And I know he did the best that he could do. So to have something tainted, like the, your biggest accomplishment tainted, that's tough. That is really tough, man. And for Loma, if Lomachenko was really done, if he doesn't want to do it anymore, Loma had a great career. It's not his three losses. is nothing he should be upset about. He lost... To a veteran in Salido, he probably took that fight a little too early. And he just, the fight was dirty. He didn't know what to do. He was looking for the ref to save him. I don't blame him for losing that fight. It might have been a little early. If he fought him, if he fought him a few fights later, he would have beat um, Salido easily. Tiafimo, tough fight to be injured against because Tiafimo was game. So, and I know people might say injury as an excuse, but he had surgery right after fight, right after the fight. So, he legit had an injury. And losing to Devin Haney, man, Devin Haney is sharp. Devin Haney is probably the most talented fighter he's that Lomachenko has been in the ring with on the professional side, even more talented than a Rigondeaux. So these are not three losses that you should frown upon. I know like he didn't get the undisputed. He didn't get what he dreamed for. But you had two shots, bro. You had two shots, and then the last round, you're in the press conference saying you thought you won. You thought you won, bro. Like you feel like you was getting robbed in all these other fights, but you're still trusting the judges. That that conf- mentality-wise, that confuses me, bro. Because if I felt like I've been robbed one time before, it ain't no way in hell I'm leaving it to the judges. I don't care if I'm up ten. I'm going, going for the kill, going for the kill. That's like to- like Jamel Charlo, Tony Harrison. He felt like he got robbed in the first fight. That second fight, he was going for the kill. Now every time Charlo fight, he's going for the kill. Because he's like, you know what? I can't trust the judges. I can feel like I won, but the judges might not think that. And Loma should have that mindset. If He should have that mindset. He felt like he got robbed in Salido. He felt like he got robbed against Tiafimo. So why are you going in the press conference saying, it's round 12, I thought I won? Come on, man. Come on. 
But yeah, I'm gonna just end it off with this. If you watching fights and you feel like somebody won and you get emotional, don't go straight to social me- social media and scream robbery. Watch the fight again, turn the volume down, and then see if you feel the same way. Cause that makes a huge difference. I fucking lost money on Lomachenko. I bet so much money on him. I had some good bets lined up. I was tight. I'm like, yo, they robbed him. But I shouldn't have I shouldn't have thought that way, but I'm human. So I was like, you know what? Let me sit down. Let me watch it again. Devin Haney did his thing, but he going to have to run it back. And, um, yeah, man, that was Tion's Row episode one. If you like what you heard, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Um, listen to Future Legends also because we're going to we're gonna do an episode with all of us talking about this, me, Kenny, and Sid. Uh, YouTube, Future Legends Boxing. Super Tion Live on YouTube. A lot of content coming soon. Tion's World will be dropping every week consistently. So, yeah. Tion's World. Future Legends Podcast. Devin Haney. Lomachenko. Great fight. One of the best fights I've seen in a long time. Thank y'all for listening. Your boy Super Tion and Tion's World is out. Bang, 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 bang.